Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. First things first, I again want to apologize for missing last weekend um, or last Monday. Um, I didn't post anything last week for a couple of different reasons. Um, one of them being we actually didn't have hot water for three or four days um, and we had like some leaking in our basement and it was kind of just a whole mess for a couple of days like it was hard to really do anything just because like we had to like clean out the basement and everything because a lot of things got wet and we had a lot of issues getting in contact with um, the company that we're with for our water to come and fix everything so um, it was kind of crazy um, early last week so that's why I wasn't able to really put anything out the other thing is I haven't been um, kind of feeling very creative the last couple of weeks or not weeks I guess just like the last couple of days really it's been kind of a weird start to October for me it just it just feels like I haven't been very productive and I I feel kind of like what am I doing with my life because I think I mentioned that I am taking a couple of extra classes like undergrad classes even though I've already graduated but it just feels like it still feels like I'm not really doing anything with my life so yeah I've been having some trouble just staying motivated these days and I know that I've mentioned that I had a lot of ideas in terms of what kind of topics I want to be discussing on here, but sometimes putting those things together and like making sure that I get my message across is really hard. I'm not someone that's very good at orally communicating my ideas. It's very hard for me to put something out like verbally compared to versus like if I were to write something out or if I were to like just do something differently in a way of communicating. I feel like I'm kind of a perfectionist because I usually when I when I put out episodes I usually have to record the content like a couple of different times because I always go back and I listen to it and I'm not satisfied with it or I feel like I'm not getting my point across in the most clear way so it's kind of hard for me to be satisfied with the 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 stuff that I say and sometimes it, like I I it, like it just gets I kind of have like that perfectionist mindset and I want it to be the absolute best quality and it doesn't have to be I think as long as I enjoy it and as long as people are getting something out of it that's all that really matters so for today's episode I thought I would do something that's a little bit fitting for this weekend um it is Thanksgiving long weekend here in Canada and I thought I would do an episode on expressing gratitude, but I'm also going to take it a step further and also talk about privilege. Obviously, privilege isn't the exact same thing as gratitude, but I think they're kind of on the same spectrum. I know that it's not Thanksgiving everywhere. Um, for our friends down south in the US, I know Thanksgiving isn't until um, November, but it is Thanksgiving here. And um, for those of you that might not know what thanksgiving is if you're not if you're not in a place where thanksgiving is celebrated it's basically just like a holiday where you show gratitude and like give thanks to the things that you have so i thought it would be an appropriate topic for today so the way that i've kind of structured this episode i think i'm going to start off by like explaining um 
how I came to start expressing gratitude and how to like how to actually ex- like practice gratitude because it is something that I think a lot of people have been talking about more lately. Um, I'm going to share some of the things that I typically do to practice it and I guess just like my opinions on it and like I think even just how it's kind of portrayed like when people tell you to practice gratitude I think there's a particular way that people kind of push it on you in a way that might seem kind of irritating and like it's one of those things that people kind of roll their eyes at and then I'm going to delve into um, the privileged kind of half of the episode so hopefully that structure kind of is cohesive but I'm going to get started so over the course of the pandemic I think I personally have really started to realize just how lucky I am to be living the life that I have and it isn't to say that I wasn't grateful for things in the past it's just that I think when you experience something like a pandemic and you experience an outbreak and you witness just how terrible it is like in a time of a crisis people kind of are forced to look inwardly and see things like look on the bright side and things like that so I think I speak for a lot of people when I say gratitude has been a really big thing in people's lives in terms of trying to remain happy and stay positive and take care of themselves during the pandemic, which I think in pre-COVID times, we're kind of used to like this very hustle culture kind of environment, or at least it is here in Canada. It's very like go, go, go. And you sometimes forget to be thankful for the little things in life and the things that you already have. For me, living in a first world country, living in a western country, I have taken advantage of things that we get without really making any effort and a lot of these things are really basic things but you don't realize that you should be grateful for those things because you've always had those things your entire life, you've never been without those things that you have and I think It's easier to express gratitude once you realize that things could have been a lot worse. And I think hearing about other people's experiences and other people's stories and knowing that there are people in different places around the world that aren't as fortunate as you are, that's kind of when it starts to hit you that even though life for you might not be perfect and there are things that are making you unhappy, There are still things in your life that are good and things that you have that other people don't. I guess what I kind of am trying to say is that you don't always realize how lucky you are until you hear about other people's kind of struggles and their problems. And this is such a first world problem, but I think even in like, it it really depends on like who you talk to and like what kind of stories and experiences you have to share versus somebody else and I think this is why it's so important to have conversations with people and like it makes you learn and realize like things about your own self but as like things around the world as well. I started getting into practicing gratitude about probably probably before the pandemic started but not long before it started um 
I started getting into like manifestation and spirituality a little bit um, in like a couple months leading up to the pandemic in like late 2019. So every time like I would hear about manifestation and like my friends and I, we talk about this and like I used to watch a lot of YouTube videos on like manifestation techniques and stuff like that and every single time they would there would always be something on expressing gratitude like make sure like you're grateful for what you have otherwise you're not going to get the thing that you want to manifest in your life and i think this this is definitely true but at the same time i think when expressing gratitude the way that it comes off and the way that someone like tells you like oh you should be grateful because you have x y and z it kind of comes off as like oh you shouldn't be complaining about your life because you have all these things like your life is so much better than everyone else's because you have these things when in reality even though you do have all these great things in your lives and even though you are really lucky compared to other people it shouldn't be invalidating the fact that you also still have struggles while you also at the same time that you have things to be grateful about. I don't know if that sentence made sense because I feel like I, I kind of just rambled there for a bit. So hopefully that makes sense. But if it doesn't, I'll kind of repeat what I said. I think that when people tell you to be grateful for things, it comes off in a way where those people are trying to like tell you, oh, like stop complaining about your problems because you you are already like living a good life and you already have so many things to be grateful for why are you complaining about the things that you don't have when so many people aren't as fortunate as you as you are so i think they're kind of telling you like oh your life is perfect or like you have x y and z why do you need more or why are you unhappy when you have all of these things that so many other people don't have but i think that in a way can be invalidating you can have gratitude for the things that you that are good in your life you can be grateful for things while still realizing that there are things that you want and things that you struggle with nobody has everything that they want in life and i think we need to stop acting like gratitude is like is like the only thing that's going to make you happy like pe- people always preach the ideas like you're going to be so much more happier like once you start being grateful but just because you're grateful doesn't mean that it takes away from your struggles and i think what i'm really trying to get at here is that you can be both you can be grateful but at the same time you can also be annoyed and frustrated that you don't have the things that you want or that you're not living life the way that you want it to and i don't think it's a bad thing to want more than you already have and i and i feel like sometimes we're made to feel that way so now i'm going to get into some of the things that i do to practice gratitude um i don't do like anything like extreme or really out there one of the things that i do is i i mentioned a few episodes back that i do have a bullet journal for like my to-do list and like my weekly planning and stuff like that and each week i have a section in my weekly spreads for a gratitude list and i don't even fill it every day or anything 
is just sometimes when I'm writing in it, when I'm planning the day, like I'll look over at that section and it kind of forces me to reflect on how my day has been and like how my week has been and like, okay, well, what, what are some good things that happened today or what are some good things that happened this week? And I will write those things down. And I will sometimes like, sometimes it's very like basic things like I'm grateful that I live in a warm and cozy house or I'm grateful that I've got food on my plate. Other times it's more, it's more specific to what that day was like or something that happened within my day or within my week. Like, um, like when I got my COVID vaccine, that was one of the things that I wrote down for that week. Like I'm grateful to have been vaccinated. I'm grateful to be living in a country where we've got universal healthcare and be living in a country where we do have the ability to buy vaccines and vaccinate um, as many people as we can because vaccinations are are being being able to have been vaccinated for COVID-19 is definitely a privilege. Being able to have a good healthcare system is a privilege. And so that's just an example of something that's a bit more specific. The other days it is more basic things like everyday things like having food and water and like stuff like that the other thing that i also like to do is when i go to sleep um every night i listen to like like really like like instrumental music almost like meditation music but it's not like a guided meditation it's just like very calm like music that's supposed to help you fall asleep i started using this because I struggled to sleep a lot in my university when I was still in undergrad like living on residence in first year it was really hard for me to fall asleep so I would always listen to like really like like the sound of rain or something or just like the sound of like very light calming music you can literally search this up on like Spotify like there are playlists um, I personally use um, meditative mind um, I searched them up on YouTube and they've got like so many, so many videos, like hour-long videos of just this really soothing and relaxing music that I like to listen to um, for a couple of minutes before I go to sleep. And I do find that I get better quality sleep when I listen to it. And while I listen to this music in my head, I like to kind of just reflect on my day reflect on like the things that I did, the things that I ate, the people that I saw and based on those things I come up with at least two things, two good things that happened that day or two things that I'm grateful for and the reason why I do this is because I feel like sometimes I'm kind of a person that only ever sees the negative and I think gratitude kind of goes along this way where it kind of teaches you to see the good things in life when bad things are happening for example like i mentioned earlier with the pandemic it seems like we can only ever get like we only ever get negative news about like cases and people dying and like not being able to live life normally so we we get a lot of negativity and i think gratitude kind of just forces you to really look at your life really look at the things that you have and realize that even though we're in the middle of a pandemic even though we're in the middle of a crisis 
there is still something that is good there is still something that you have to be grateful for and it could be literally something as you know we've been in this pandemic a year and a half and i personally have not gotten sick nobody that i know has gotten sick and that is something to be grateful for you know being able to be healthy being able to be safe from this virus that is literally taking people out nonstop. So that's kind of the reason why I do it because I tend to think about my day anyway, like when I'm like naturally, like when I'm lying in my bed and like waiting to fall asleep, I naturally just like my mind just goes to like, okay, how did my day go? What did I do? Who did I talk to? What did I eat? You know, things like that. And then based off of that, those things, I come up with two things that I'm grateful for. Or two good things that happened that day even if it was like a really bad day even if you know i had a mental breakdown that day or even if it wasn't a very productive day i forced myself to kind of come up with at least one to two things that made me happy or things that just anything that went well that day and like i said sometimes it's very like specific to that day like it might be you know i got to see my friend or whatever or it might be like something more basic like you know i was able to have a good dinner today and realizing that not everybody does get to have full meals now i'm going to get into more specific things that i have written down um that i have been grateful for because i think it can be challenging when you're new to like expressing gratitude to really come up with things um if you've never done it before and that's okay it was hard for me at first as well to really like come up with things that i could be grateful for um i definitely recommend like watching youtube videos um i recommend going on pinterest pinterest has been like my favorite thing in the world these days there are so many good ideas when it comes to like journaling and like gratitude lists and stuff like that so um definitely do some research into gratitude, look up videos, listen to other podcasts. If you are interested in um, learning to practice gratitude, but I've got my bullet journal here with me and I'm going to read out some of the things that I wrote for this past week. So from last Sunday to today, the first thing on my list is I'm grateful for four seasons in Canada. So I'm someone that really likes the fact that we get to experience all four seasons here in Canada where I live. Um, I feel like I would get bored of having the same season all year round and like if it was just hot all year round. I like that the seasons change and I like seeing the leaves change color in the fall. I like the snow in the winter. I like rainy days and I'm just grateful to like be able to witness all of those changes in nature throughout time because not every place does. The other thing I'm grateful for is um, a video chat that I did with one of my friends from my undergrad. She's doing her master's at a different school now and she wanted to do a video chat just to like catch up because I haven't seen her in a couple of months. So I was grateful um, just to be able to speak with her and just to like socialize with her even though it was virtually. The next thing that I wrote was, I'm grateful to live in 
the house that I live in because um, I kind of came up with this because I was reading an article about um, the crisis that's going on in Afghanistan right now. I'm not going to go into the details of what it's about or what's going on there, I think. Um, it's been on the news a lot and you can definitely do your own research into the situation that's going on there. Um, but I was just reading this article and like it was just talking about how like so many people um, like feel unsafe like in their own homes and like so many people have like lost their homes like even before the current situation like there are people that are homeless um, people like kids that don't have homes and are like living on the streets so that made me like realize like damn I'm really lucky to like be living in Canada in the house that I'm living in because I feel safe here and then I guess I can do one more off the list and that is I am grateful to be healthy I wrote this because um, we were talking about COVID cases again um, one of the undergraduate classes that I'm taking one of the extra classes that I'm taking is actually a seminar class on the whole pandemic and what we do is we talk about like different issues with the pandemic like the anti-vax stuff um, like how governments are handling it um, climate crisis and like research during the pandemic and stuff so on Friday we were actually talking about like um, people who are like immunocompromised or have like additional health problems that may be at a greater risk of getting um, the virus and like it just really kind of made me realize like how lucky I am to be like relatively healthy not 100% healthy I don't think anyone's 100% healthy but like I was just like thinking like as we were having this discussion in my seminar like I'm really lucky that I'm able to take good care of myself and that I'm able to like um I'm like able to go to the doctor if I need to and things like that and just being grateful that um, I'm healthy and don't have to worry about not necessarily not don't have to worry about getting sick but like my risk of getting sick is um, a lot lower compared to people who might have other health issues that put that puts them at a greater risk so I think that's all I wanted to mention about gratitude so I think I'm gonna move on now to um, the privilege kind of part of this episode so I think privilege like when you hear the word privilege a lot of different things come to mind um such as like you know white privilege or like western privilege um things like that and obviously these things do exist obviously things like white privilege exist um but at the same time I think that even privileges like for people that are people of color are also somewhat privileged in senses um, that aren't necessarily the same way as other people are. I think I grew up thinking that because I'm Indian, Canadian, and living in a, in a Western kind of country, I feel like my privilege is not the same as someone who was white or who was a different race than I am. But at the same time, I've also come to realize that I'm more privileged than an Indian who is living in a different country. Because if you're an Indian and you're living in a country that 
you know, doesn't have the right to vote or, you know, women's rights aren't a thing, things like that. I think I've realized that, you know, privilege is super, like, it's not the same for everyone. And it goes beyond just, like, your race and things like that. It, it depends on, like, where you live. It depends on your demographic. And there are different ways that you can be privileged. Like, for example, my privilege might not be the same thing, might not be the same privilege as somebody else's. And the things that I'm privileged for aren't necessarily the same privileges that another person has. So for me personally, I think living in a first world country, like things that come to the top of my head, like, you know, living in a country where we have a democracy and we have the right to vote, where we have the right to speak our mind, where we have access to healthcare and services, and we have universal healthcare. Like in Canada, we don't usually have to pay upfront. Like if you need to go to the doctor, if you're sick or something, you don't have to pay cash. You just show them your health card, your government-issued health card. But that's not the same in other places, obviously. And even though, like, this is definitely a privilege, it's a privilege to be able to have the rights that I do as a Canadian and to be able to have such good access to health care, there are things about living in Canada that are not necessarily great. Like, for example... Like, I have a lot of relatives in Asia and in India, and, like, I always hear, like, you're so privileged to, like, be living in, like, a Western country in Canada where, like, you're allowed to, where, like, you live under, like, a democracy or you have, like, access to healthcare or, like, you live in, like, such a diverse, like, country where there's people of different ethnicities and different races. But at the same time, people like my family living in Asia they're all very close together and they get to see each other more frequently versus me being on literally the other side of the world I don't get to see my relatives as often so they're privileged in the sense that they get to see each other in person but they don't have the same like rights as I do but I'm privileged because I do have like a country I do live in a country that has a democratic system and things like that The other thing I kind of want to mention is that I feel like privileged people are kind of like looked down on like it's always like you know like when you're like having a conversation with people and you're like oh like all the rich people are like so privileged and like they don't realize it which is true I think I think people who are very like wealthy and well off like they don't always realize that they're very lucky to be that way and lucky to have like all the money that they do But at the same time, we don't always know, like, the stories behind, like, the people that are super rich and super wealthy. Like, yes, they live in really big houses and they have fancy cars and things like that. But you don't know, like, the story of that person. You don't know, like, what other things they go through. Like, just because you're rich doesn't mean that, like, you're not able, like, you you still get sick. You still you know, have mental health problems, you still are living in a pandemic, and, you know, you still have feelings, and I think we're, sometimes we assume that because somebody is privileged, that their life is somehow, like, so much better than ours, and so much perfect, and, like, they're a very perfect person, and they have, like, the perfect life, when in reality, even though they have all these things that you want, there are probably things that you have that they also want, 
And a good example of this, I think, is with celebrities. Um, I feel like we all assume that celebrities are super privileged and super lucky. Like they're famous, they're rich, everybody loves them. And, you know, they wear fancy clothes, they live in big houses and they make tons of money. And all those things are great. Like who doesn't want to have a lot of money? Who doesn't want to live in a massive house? And who doesn't want to drive like a really cool car? But at the same time, they lose a lot of their privileges and a lot of basic things that we as regular people have. One of those things being privacy. And I was actually watching this interview of Cardi B. I'm not a fan of Cardi B. Like I respect her, but I don't like listen to her music or anything. But if you know Cardi B, you'll know that she's like super big right now. She's very famous um, and, you know, she's she's really big and like people love her. And I can't remember exactly what like the interviewer asked her, but it was like, do you like, are you happier now that you're famous compared to like when you were famous, like before when you didn't have any fame? And she said something along the lines of, you know, I'm happy that I have all this money and all this like luxury that, you know, normal people don't get to have. Like an everyday like middle class person does not, you know, have all the luxuries that I have. But at the same time, it's it doesn't contribute to my happiness. Like having all the money and the success and the fame isn't what makes me happy. And she said something like, I feel like in order to get what I have now, like the money and the fame and the success, I had to give up other privileges. So it's like in order to get new privileges such as money and stuff, she had to give up her other privileges that she had before she was famous, like her privacy and things like that. And celebrities are always like pride on, like they never get enough space and like they're always in the media. People are always gossiping about them and like trash talking them and now especially with like cancel culture and stuff like yeah they're living the life they're they're wearing all these fancy clothes and they're famous and they're rich but at what price they're they have to pay a price in order to have that fame and that's giving up your privacy and having everybody talk about you and everybody following you like i always see videos of like on on like youtube of like celebrities like being sworn by paparazzi when they're literally just going out for a walk and like they're taking their dog out like it's so it's it's crazy because like I'm a really big fan of Sean Mendes and he's dating Camila Cabello and like there's always like these videos of them on YouTube where like some random person from like across the street is filming them as they walk their dog and I'm like I would not be okay with that like they have no privacy whatsoever and people are constantly asking them about their relationship and they're doing like the most mundane thing as like walking their dog or like sometimes there will be videos of them like holding like grocery bags or whatever doing their weekly grocery shop and like I just don't understand like they're famous and they're rich and they have all this money and they're successful they can sing but at the same time they had to give up their privacy in order to become these big celebrities similar situation is um, with BTS k-pop group they were in new york a few weeks ago for the un they did a speech and like people like people always talk about how privileged they are and like how rich they are and like if you don't know much about bts they're very 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 big right now they're like probably the biggest kind of 
band or artist in the whole world right now and they've got so many freaking fans like they were at the freaking un for crying out loud and i think even as fans i'm a fan of bts and like we always think like oh like wouldn't it be nice if like everybody loved us as much as people love bts or like if we were a rich like bts and like they've got like all these like deals with these brands like they they literally like wear louis vuitton and they've got like a deal with louis vuitton and they have like they have all these like insane like deals with all these big fancy companies and brands which must be nice like it must be nice to have like all those brands supporting you and like they live like they're living their best lives like they've got millions of fans they're all super they're super rich but when they were coming to new york for the un for their speech at the un there was so many so many freaking reporters at the airport in new york and even in korea like when they were departing korea to come to new york there were reporters everywhere like the videos that people post on youtube like all you ever see are like flashes of like the camera and it's like they get no privacy whatsoever and people like go to such extremes like not just with bts but with even celebrities like following them to their hotels and stuff and like following like their vans that they're in when they're like when they're traveling somewhere like it's crazy like obviously bts is super successful and they're rich and whatever but they get no freaking privacy like they have all these bodyguards and like people are constantly taking pictures of them like it feels like in order for them to be where they are right now to be living the life that they're living right now and to achieve their dreams they had to give up so much like they had to give up their privacy and the other one the other thing i read about the other day is one of the members was actually very very young like he was like what i think 15 or 16 years old when bts like started a couple of years ago and he's even written songs about like how he feels like he lost his childhood or like he had to give up like living a normal life as a kid in order to become this big singer and big celebrity so even though he's super privileged now in order to get that privilege he had to give up other privileges that he had before his fame so i think my point there is that privilege comes with a price sometimes and and sometimes you have to give up other things that you don't realize that you could be grateful for and like you you don't think about things like privacy or like you know being able to like walk home safely without a bunch of paparazzi following you because you're not used to that like you don't think about it it's like such a basic thing and like you have to give that up you give up part of that privacy and that life of a normal person when you become famous the last thing that i kind of want to touch on very briefly is kind of growing up as a kid and like i don't know if it's just me but i feel like a lot of people can probably relate to this is like your parents telling you like oh like you should be grateful like stop complaining about your life like my mom and my dad always used to do this like they would always like yell at me and my brother whenever we didn't want to eat something or whenever we didn't want to eat like a certain food that we didn't like they'd always be like oh you know there are kids that don't get food the kids that don't have this and here you are like saying you don't want to eat this food because you don't like it and they like kind of guilt you into like making you do something 
by making you feel bad that like oh there are kids out there that don't have access to food and yes that is true like i'm not saying don't feel guilty i'm not saying you know don't feel for those people that aren't as fortunate as you are but at the same time i don't think guilting people into doing it is always the right way it kind of invalidates like your feelings towards something and like obviously with food it's not that big of a deal like you don't like a certain type of food like it's not that serious but like the same thing goes for you know when you're when you're just having a bad day you don't know how many times like i'll tell someone like yeah i haven't been having like the greatest day or i've been in kind of a mood or i just haven't been feeling myself lately and a lot of the time people will be like okay well there are people out there that you know have that have bigger problems than you do or that actually have like mental health disorders or like are in the hospital yet here you are complaining about the fact that you had a bad day like suck it up like your problems are not important compared to what other people's problems are which in a sense is true and i think i even do this to myself sometimes like especially when it comes to like my emotional health and like my mental health i'll be like if i'm in a bad mood or if i'm feeling stressed about something i always like tell myself i'm like oh well even though I feel this way, like I like I feel guilty for feeling the way that I do because I know that there are people that have it worse than me. But I think that kind of invalidates your feelings a little bit. Like you're allowed to feel upset even though your problems might not be as big as somebody else's. Like you're not you're not you shouldn't be comparing yourself to what others people what other what other people are going through. Like obviously you feel sympathetic for them and you want to support people. And you, you acknowledge that you are very privileged and you're very lucky. But that doesn't mean that you can never be upset. It doesn't mean you can never feel, you know, frustrated with your life. It doesn't mean that you, you, you can't want more from your life, even though you already have a lot. And I think it's super invalidating. I remember in high school, I took a psychology, like an intro psychology class. And I don't know if this is related but i'm gonna say it anyway we were talking about anxiety like the anxiety disorder general anxiety disorder and let me start off by saying i definitely consider myself to be a slightly anxious person um but i remember we were sitting in class and there was this girl who was like i hate it when people tell me that they're like anxious or they feel anxious about something because they don't know what it's truly like to like have anxiety like i actually like like clinically have anxiety like i went to the doctor and i got diagnosed with anxiety so you don't know what it's like to actually be anxious and like i have it like i have it worse than you type of thing which it's it's not that it's it's not true like obviously i don't know what it's like to have anxiety disorder and or any type of mental health disorder in that sense and no, I don't know what it's like to have to experience those things that other people do. But that doesn't mean that like my sadness or my stress or my anxious is not valid just because it's not as serious as somebody else's emotions. Does that make sense? I don't know. That's just one of the examples that I thought of. Like I remember sitting there and like I, I, I heard this girl say that and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be feeling bad about like my anxious maybe i shouldn't be complaining that i'm anxious or whatever because i don't have anxiety disorder like she she does and having anxiety disorder is a lot worse 
So I don't, I shouldn't be complaining because this girl has it worse than I do. So it's kind of invalidating sometimes. I think my final thoughts on gratitude and privilege are that I think it's important to realize that you are definitely privileged in some ways, but at the same time, you kind of, there's sometimes like you have to realize that just because you're privileged in a certain way doesn't mean that you're privileged in every sort of way. Like there are things that you have that other people don't have, but at the same time, those people have things that you don't have. And again, this goes back to like the celebrity thing. Like we all think celebrities are, are they, they live perfect lives because they're rich and they're famous and they have huge houses and whatever. But they also have to give up a lot of those, give up a lot of like personal space and stuff like that in order to have those things. So I think a lot of it is just being able to put yourself in other people's shoes and realize that, you know, my life and my privileges are not the same as somebody else's. And it's imp- while it's important to express gratitude, and I, I strongly encourage you if, to start practicing gratitude because it really does like make you feel better. I, I don't want people to think that if you practice gratitude, you can never be unhappy. That's not what practicing gratitude is about. In fact, I would say practice gratitude when you are feeling upset and realize that, you know, validate those feelings of being upset and being, you know, unhappy, but at the same time acknowledge that you already have so much. It's not choosing one over the other. It's acknowledging that there are things to be grateful for and it's still okay to feel upset about things and not just only feel grateful towards things and only feel sad. You can't just have one of those things. You need to kind of have both. And with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hope that you enjoyed and thank you so much for listening. I will catch you guys next week.